What's up, you guys? What's up, you sniveling worms? You worthless pieces of garbage. And also nice people. We love you and we hate you. Yeah. What, this is a podcast. Yes, it is. And you we talk about ass. things. We talk about all the most important things that are totally relevant. Yeah. And sometimes they're from the 80s, the 90s, and sometimes they're from, uh, what are they from, John? They're from the 2000s, but I forget what part. Uh, oh, the early 2000s. Oh, the early 2000s. Yeah. Early 2000s. Uh, that jerk that you just heard talking uh, is Tommy, me, the Iceman. <laughs> and I, the Iceman. The Iceman is... Shh. It's stupid. The Iceman cometh. Bullshit. Say, I better change the Iceman and... Fuck yourself. Garbage. Ice to see you. I fucking hated it. Oh. It's cold in here now. <laughs> John's nips are are through the roof. Kiri, we won't look at yours, but uh, our executive producer, Kiri, but I'm also joined by... Me, the junk man. The junk man. What's happening, Tommy T? How are you, buddy? Tommy O? We got good energy today. We do. I I don't know what it is. (laughs) It's like the first time it's ever happened. I'm not sure why. Well, whatever it is, we won't argue with it. I think it's me. We'll just ride with it. Obviously, I'm rubbing off on both of y'all. That's probably what it is. We're in a new studio. John and I are pretty good at rubbing off no matter what, so. Yeah, we're like a couple of, uh... I'm talking about jerking off. I, it, it's healthy. Good good job, boys. Keep it up. There you go. <laughs> we're, we're okay at that, too. All right. I don't know what's happening here. Uh, but yes, well, welcome to the episode of Short and Spooky. Uh, we are talking about uh, anthology shows, as usual. As usual, and uh, before we get into the episode we're doing today, um, there's we gotta talk, definitely... We gotta do some uh, clean, uh, some house cleaning, some, some housekeeping. Some gotta, housekeeping? Yeah, we gotta talk about uh, dads and, and moms and all yeah. that shit. Uh, what's up, dads? What's up, moms? What's up, Tommy Jr.? What's up? Everybody and everything. You know what? We can just stop saying what's up to everybody. No, 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 no. Okay. We what's want... up, everybody? Yeah, what's up? And the best thing is, again, recording it in Alameda now, we're like... Patton, it's like patting our city or town island dad on the back. We're repping a town hard. Yeah, we don't need to say, hey, bud, we, we are in bud. That's right. We're in the bud. Nip it in the bud. Yeah, we're doing that. We're nipping. Uh, I just ordered us a pizza. Yeah, one of our favorites. We're doing the Kevin McAllister special. Classic cheese pizza, baby. That's right. And like, and- did you guys notice what the size is, though? It's party size. Well, it's always a party when you're having pizza with us. Yeah, especially with John. John, John can m- munch. I like to mow on pizza. What can I say? You are. You're a very greedy eater. You you like to eat a lot, huh? Uh, is there enough eyes uh, shifting from side to side in this room right now? It's hard to tell. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. No, we uh, we both had to work at uh, our respective jobs today. Key was, uh, you know, is our new... Executive producing is a full-time job, so... It is. That's what she's been doing all day. I have to lay in the sun to prepare and, like, play with my, like, plants and, um, you know, hang out with my dog. We got your your dog over here is uh, melting, it looks like. She's a melted pup, it's true. I've got a little Ewok thing. And your your beautiful little cat, too, is uh, just completely knocked out. What do you give them? (laughs) It's a... I, I suck up all their energy. That's why I'm so perky all the time. Oh, that's a that's that's <laughs> my little totems. A, yeah. Oh my god. I know you know sense. I was witchy. Now you understand. But uh, yeah, no. Um, we have to do a couple things. Yes. Picks of the week. Yeah, that's right. Uh, for those uh, regular listeners, you know, uh, we're trying to uh, do you guys all a service here. Uh, let you guys know what we've been doing to keep ourselves from going crazy during this quarantine. What have we? We been had doing? a little bit of a debate before this. Did we? The three of us. Well, we oh. had a little thing because we all thought like we all thought we had the same thing. Yeah, and it's not true at all. It sounds like because mine's definitely better than y'all's. Okay, so it's oh, Kiri, big dick in us from the beginning. Yeah, Why don't well, you go ahead and GCP. let us know what what's your pick of the week, Kiri? My p- 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 pick of the week. Did I do that right? Yep. No, it's <laughs> it the terrible. short and spooky <laughs> pick, of, pick the of the week. <laughs> do it again. Try it. Give it. There you go. Very nice. Okay, thank y'all. Um, I mean, you're the one that's paying us. 
So my pick of the week is a wonderful television show on Sci-Fi Channel called Killjoys. And the reason why I love Killjoys is because it reminds me so much of how I would be kicking ass in space with my two favorite boys. Oh, you've told me about this show. Yeah, you guys got to check it out. I watched this show. She, she, so so Miss Carrie uh, thinks that John and I are both like very related to uh, two of the characters Yes, on the there. Jacoby brothers. You guys are totally. And then obviously, you know, I'm the badass that I am. So it, it's us in space. It's okay. us in space? Yeah. All right. check it out. So for for uh, those uh, listeners who, let's say this is their very first episode and somehow stumbled across this and do not know who me or Tommy are, uh, how would you describe this show to uh, a layman? Okay. Um, there's a show about uh, a kick-ass gal and her best friend. They're partners. And then his brother comes in the picture and they all party and kick ass and save the universe. And they are... Um, uh, what, what are they? Uh, uh, bounty hunters? I have never yeah. seen it. Okay, I don't. I'm just trying to uh, figure out the best. And they're way like to... really attractive, and it's fun. It's Sci-Fi Channel. It's great. Check what it out. You, They'll thank if me. If we were bounty hunters or like, um, like like police investigator kind of types, what would our who would be good cop and who who would be bad cop? You think? Oh, I feel like that's part of the fun, dude. We got to mix it up often. Yeah, often, often. Yeah, yeah. just switching back and forth. Because if I'm if I'm you know serving up just asshole John all the time, it gets old. I gotta be a nice guy from time to time. Yeah, I I, I think if if it, we had to like pick one or the other, I definitely think you would be bad cop, and I'd be fuck good cop. you. That's it. I'm no, breaking your goddamn No, because you get your little lives. East Coast sass, and I believe that you could definitely pull off a bad cop. Oh, I do. I just cho- choose not to show it to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> you saw it today when I, we were driving over here. Oh, you were so viciously furious at these hiccups. I couldn't even... Oh, that's right. Them. Tom got a case of hiccups that got him so two, aggravated. Two times today. That's why it was, it was angry for me, okay? Okay. So aggressive. Uh, well, and now I was not. I was aggressive at myself. <laughs> Didn't do anything to anybody. So you're <laughs> telling me, Tom, that Killjoys is not your pick of the week? No. Oh. Um, oh, wow. What is yours? Oh. It's probably nothing. Probably nothing anybody has chosen yet. The Last <laughs> of Us, part two. It's out. Oh, I've not been playing you, it. And uh, you, you've been liking it? I've been loving it. I've been hooked on it nonstop for the last two days. Making some uh, Molotov cocktails and stuff? I've been blowing, uh, like... Blowing butts? I've been blowing butts, dude. <laughs> Don't worry. If you haven't played the game, you wouldn't know what that means. It means something. Oh, shit. I have never played. <laughs> Damn it. I am now an idiot. Do you know what a clicker is? Uh, it's like a zombie, okay? Oh, hard R, man. Yeah. That's, that's not cool. Excuse me, a clicker. Click. <laughs> Beg your pardon? Uh, no, but it's great. Uh, I played the original Last of Us. It was the first game I ever got for PlayStation 4. And uh, now this is the last game I ever bought for PlayStation. 4. Well, technically, that that's true. Yeah. For all I know, I might be buying a PlayStation Five. Oh, I thought you meant like you were dying. Oh. <laughs> when does that come out? PlayStation Five. Mm-hmm. I think in December. Just says holidays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Holidays, two thousand twenty. Probably around like uh, Black Friday. Whoa. What kind I of mean, Friday? <laughs> Friday of color. <laughs> Okay, so I take it you are not talking about Killjoys, and you're not talking about The Last of Us 2. No, I'm talking about uh, the new season of Dark. What? what, 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 what? On uh, season three on Netflix. Um, really great. I know you didn't like it, John, but... Uh, it's not that I didn't like it. I've had a hard time trying to get uh, onto the series as a whole. It's not that you I have didn't to, like it. You have, it's one of those ones you just can't like kind of casually watch. You have to really pay attention to it, which I've, I've done myself, like where I've had to go back and be like... I have to watch three fucking episodes again because what I. What platform is this on? Netflix. Oh, how it's have a, I missed it's a, it? It's, so it's a. What? It's a. Netflix is a series uh, or a show that is. Um, you can watch shows on. A show that I can watch shows on. It's a. Uh, Fuck, I fucked that up. I wonder for you, I fucking messed it up. God damn it. You bitch yourself. Self burn. All right. Well, no. Uh, uh, edit that out. We'll do it again. It's okay. It was a good times, right? Uh, yeah. But uh, Dark is a really great show if you like time travel and stuff like that. And if you don't mind, you can do um, the English uh, dub over, but I recommend watching it with... Uh, it's Swedish or something, German. Right? German. I recommend watching it with the German. I, I never like watching those movies or shows when they have the 
the dubs. I just it feels so unorganic and weird. You hate everyone who's not from. You are a big subtitles fan. I know Miss Kitty. I would rather do a subtitle. Well, I just like subtitles even if y'all speak in English. I want to read. No, no, I I, (laughs) you for a long time you were letting me use your uh, Netflix account. You're still welcome to it. I mean, uh, not if that's a bad thing. No, I I, I have something. I mean, I have my own. He told me he stopped using your Netflix account because he couldn't stand the subtitles. Not really? true at all. Not true That's at all. That's a complete fabrication. That's a fabrication. Don't hold on you. Uh, I'm, I'm issuing a cease and desist right now to John. Oh, uh, oh hold on. Hold on. And I'm getting it, and I'm going to CC Kiri on that, and I'm just going to go ahead and fire that email right back to you. Wait, wait. Let me put a, a little humorous... Let's see if I can attach maybe a, a far side comic to it or something. Oh no! That's right, and you should be getting uh, the new updated email. Fuck. Maybe you could. Uh... Okay, I can agree to these terms. Okay, I agree to these terms. We're settled. Yeah, we're settled. We, we have are. our our, <laughs> our yeah the arbiter. But I will send you back a family circus uh, cartoon just because of your far side one. Let us never speak of this again. And yeah. I'll send y'all a Kathy. Ugh. I never liked Kathy. Ack. Kathy was great. Yes, Ack. Ack. She was like, never mind. I'm not going to say anything. No, that was a good one. That was a great reference. Um, anyway. Uh, anyway, we are doing the damn thing here in Oh, but, but real quick. Oh, whoa. It, it, uh, definitely watch Dark. It's, it's about, if you like time travel stuff, which, uh, John, you normally really like, it's about. I love time travel. It's my bread and butter. Pickles. <laughs> Which I love. It's your bread and butter and pickles, okay? My bread and butter pickles. You better be careful okay. with the pickle juice, John. All right, let's get uh, let's get into it. We're doing um, a classic, uh, one of the best, one of the first ones we did. The heavy hitters, the big dick swing. Are you afraid of the dark? Tale of the Quicksilver. That's right. This is a little uh, episode from season three, episode nine. Uh, this is one that I remember watching as a kid and loving it. Yeah, you picked this one out. Yes. Um, this one has a good score. Uh, what does that mean? Music. It means people like, well, that's one oh, of the Oh, things. score, score. I think it meant like uh, the, the music score. For or were you talking about the, the creepy caller score? Uh, well, it has not it's yet got, been graded on a creepy caller, yeah. but it has been graded on uh, uh, IMDb. Ra- rated. Rate the kids. Um... So yeah, this one uh, you recommend uh, you you pick this one out and um, yes. it, it's got one of the highest ratings on like IMDb and all those kind of sites too. It's got a lot of uh, fandom to it, um, not just because of Tatiana Ali. Yeah, it, well, I mean, it's not, it's not, oh my god, my accent. Oh my god, forget about it, a kid. Stars uh, Tatiana Ali, who is the uh, daughter of Muhammad Ali. <gasps> the famous boxer for those who don't know um and uh she, she does a fucking fantastic job she's uh she's she knows that act okay yeah um so before we get going here we need to establish a couple things uh whatever could you be talking about i could be talking about some sort of rules that involve beverages <sighs> What do you do with beverages, though? Drink. Drinking game. Uh, drinking game rules. Drinking game rules. That's, that's what it is. Um, or adolescent drinking game rules. Well, I mean. Okay, if you guys are playing again at home. With and your Capri Sun. You're drinking your Capri Sun. You're drinking your fucking Sunny D. Whatever it might uh, be. Sunny D was gross. Oh, I liked what? it. What? Tang. Tang good. Tang. Tang. Tang cool. Sunny like D. Tang. Mm. Sunny D was like syrupy for some reason. I never liked it. I liked Sunny D. Listen, I liked all my orange Bev. I liked all that fake shit. Mm, Sunkiss is the pog. best. Of the pog. Oh, we were talking Pog recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sunkiss, though, best of all the, of the orange beverages. You like Sunkiss better than um, Sunny D? Yeah. Really? I got Fizzle in there. I got su- see Sunkist reminds me of like being like at like a like, like or like getting pizza and having like a, a two liter of uh, uh I, I feel like I don't even it's see like a nostalgia yeah I, I feel like I don't see um Sunkist as a soda no, no no just two liters anymore well yeah because they I think they realized that like hey what, why don't we just get like a six you know whatever six pack of cans that yeah way they all stay carbonated That's, instead of oops sorry. everybody else just punch the mic. Yeah. <laughs> um, Strong feelings. 
No, I, I, you I, know, I, it's just times have changed, man. The country's changed. Man, this Life. is different. You don't even understand how it used to be, guys. Um, so, but if you guys are playing our, uh, the short and spooky drinking game at home, uh, every time we talk about drinking, go ahead and take a drink. Yeah, and also, uh, so this is a Are You Afraid of the Dark? Those who, uh, new listeners who don't know, this show was always filmed in Canada. Yes. And so it's a lot of, it's very heavily filled with Canadian uh, actors. Lots of uh, uh, stories. And so that is Lots definitely of one dudes. of them. The, and this one is like so, there's so many in this one. So many stories. There's so many stories. Why don't you um, stuff your stories in a sack? Yeah, so that that definitely is. Um, I, do you have some drinking game rules off the top of your dome? I mean, that that's literally like, I don't want to add more because there's, you're going to have a couple, but there's so many stories in there. Oh yeah! For Every time, I mean, uh, character. I got one right here. Every time you see or they talk about the letter Q. Yep, that's a good one. That's a, a great drink. one. Got another one. Every time there's a meat cute with meat the cute. Tatiana <laughs> Ali, take a drink. Um, every time the kid coughs. Oh yep! Every time Dougie coughs. Dougie. Oh, little Dougie. I call him Dougie. I don't know why. I like it. Aaron and Doug Johnson. So let's get into it. So the. The story starts out with um, the Midnight Society. The Midnight Society, but uh, this was a new one for me. That it was like they they have a younger brother there. Oh uh, yeah, this is uh, <laughs> well okay. There's a few things that are happening in the first episode there is. of this. Uh, this is an episode uh, where it seems like the whole Midnight Society is all over the fucking map. Like, whose story is this really? No, because it, Tucker is who you're talking about. Yeah, Tucker is Gary's the younger, younger brother. brother of Gary, and he comes in with his fucking He's coming flute. in hot. He's coming in with a flute. A magic flute. That is, like, that reminds me, that would be me in, in like, high school, like, being, like, going to a party with a bunch of cool kids and being, like, check out my fucking, my cool harmonica or something like that. And it's then a magic like, flute from my dad's shop. Yeah, from his dad's, sh- from their dad's shop. Well, he goes, he goes... I'm so, he's like, I'm just getting ready for Fright Night. What's Fright Night? What is Fright Night? They don't establish what Fright Night is. I, I, it, and it, okay, so typically the way this show works is whoever's telling the story comes with a little bit of uh, a prop or something that they're going to use to kind of spin this story to go their direction. It's like, okay, um, if it's a story about a magic flute, bring a flute. If it's a story about whatever, performing a spell, great. The magic flute distinct still stands, but. Kiki, I think this might actually be our first Kiki story. Didn't prepare anything, so. <sighs> Sorry. <clears throat> Ice cube hit my throat. Ice man. They also talk about, like, how at the beginning, when they're, like, kind of lying there, they're like, it's just right for a night of, ta- a tale of terror. Yeah. Isn't it a beautiful night? Perfect for a tale of terror. Yeah, and. Like, wait, you're the one who's supposed to be telling that story, Kiki. Yeah, and when our, the little brother is there, he's like, Tucker. Or, no, the older brother is like, Dad's Gary. magic never works, or one of them says that. Well, remember, Gary's dad owns a magic shop. Yeah. It, and I just picture that is what uh, he's heard his mom say from the bedroom all the time. It's like, did you bring that magic wand yeah. home from work? Dad, your magic never works. <laughs> it worked twice, sweetheart. Yeah. You got two kids. <laughs> They're not your kids. God. Um, but, yeah, uh... Then there's this kind of thing of like, uh, if you believe in magic, it's true, but it can be dangerous. And there's this whole, this, it's just this weird, like. It's all over the fucking place. It this doesn't make any is, sense. This was a crazy, crazy episode. And it is so well rated. And it's not a bad episode by any means. Well, just the, the Midnight Society part's a little weak. But yeah. um, the way that the episode proper starts is with Tatiana Ali. She's in an old timey dress. She looks sickly. Yeah, and I was like, "What? Like, what era is this supposed to be from?" Well, and then we find out it's like from modern times. It's she's from, wearing like like a nighty that you'd wear if you were like a night like like fifteen hundreds princess. Yep, she's wearing an old timey gown. It's so insane. So uh, the way it starts, we see Tatiana Ali. She's uh, in her bedroom. She's performing a ritual. She's got like 
uh, chalk uh, that she's drawn up against the wall. She's she got makes like a door, candles basically. burning. You know, she starts lighting these candles, and all of a sudden, um, a shadowy figure comes to life and starts walking through this door and coming towards her. And she's reading the special uh, words from this book, uh, trying to cast out this monster. Uh, but for one reason or another, it doesn't do anything. And this creature starts like advancing well, towards her. Yeah, well, we don't at first. You don't. Uh, from what I took from it, from the times I watched it. Um, you don't really understand that she's trying to cast this person out initially. Like when when this person first comes in, she's like, "I I command you, or I or I demand that you be you know be here." And I'm like, "Why is th- why are you summoning this fucking thing?" But you know, later on we find out that she was being like kind of haunted or being not poisoned, but just. This thing was happening to her, and it was hurting her. This is an exorcism, essentially. Yeah, but it doesn't establish that early on until um, we meet eventually her twin sister. Yeah, so who's played by? Also, Tatiana Ali. Yeah, she plays in dual roles as twin sisters. Yeah, pretty good. <laughs> pretty good as uh, two characters who don't have to uh, differentiate themselves as individuals. Nope. Well, played out great. Um, so. She's trying to command this ghostly figure, does not listen, and all of a sudden, fire consumes everything, and she's burned to death. Well, she also has that spoon. Oh, yeah, the spoon. I was like, is she shooting up Because right she looks sickly. She does she- look sickly, and I was like, is this girl about to just fucking roast up some, some heroin? Uh... <laughs> And then, so she she gets startled because uh, the she can't get rid of this, uh, what they call a zombie on IMDb. Well, it's uh, it's it's definitely a, a a robed figure, and it's coming after her. And then uh, it just kind of the music fades out, and you're like, cuts she, to current time. She does the classic thing, like kick over a candle and catches the drapes on fire. And then she like is trying to go to the door and like can't get out. She's like, instead of trying to open the door, she's just knocking on the door and banging on it. Like it's like you live there, you know if that's gonna yeah, work or not. That's gonna open up, or it's not gonna. And then we cut to present day, and we meet our two other protagonists, oh my God. Aaron and Doug. You know, not bad, actually. These two kids? Not bad. The parents, on the other hand. For bad parents. You know what I wrote here for Aaron? Um, I wrote, this is what Frank would look like if his dad stuck around. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for uh, regular listeners, you know, uh, we, we hate Frank. He's our least favorite uh, member of the uh, Midnight Society. Yeah, he does suck. Um, yeah, fuck him. But Aaron and Doug are our two leads. They have just moved to a new house, and uh, upon moving in... Uh, Apparently, the kids had never seen the house before, too. No, the kids have never met the house, never been in the house before. There's a few things I have to say about this uh, movie. And it, ha- it has beds in there. Already, too, apparently. Yep, and the one bed's lumpy. What is with that? I don't know. So, I also love this, too. They've just moved into a new house. They've just moved in this, I guess, presumably because uh, they can afford... This is the better of the two houses, so wherever they just moved from. And they're sharing a bedroom, these two brothers. So, you're going to be living here for how long? And you're already sharing a bedroom? Not... Does not vote for well for you guys. I have a feeling you guys are not going to be here for a while. No. Well, I mean, um, we eventually find out that uh, she had been there for, they lived there for three weeks. Oh, yeah. Well, okay. And then moved out. I'm like, what what mortgage did you sign? Or like, did your dad just pay in straight cash? Like, (laughs) all right. And then he's like, oh, shit, my daughter died. Getting out of here. Okay, so they, they uh, Aaron and Doug move into a new house. They just get there, they move in, and in the middle of the night, on their very first night, the shit... Oh, he also likes the lumpy bed. Yeah. What the fuck? Doug, the younger brother, loves a lumpy bed. Do you like a lumpy bed? No, who the hell does? That's ridiculous. Miss Key? No, I like a pleasant bed. Mm. One that welcomes your body. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, sometimes I, I do like a... Um, like a body pillow, though. Oh, I always sleep with a body pillow. Right between the legs. Yowza. He's right there. Hey, so one of the things I had kind of alluded to a little bit that we, I wanted to touch on is that there's a scene in this episode 
that shook me to my core and that awoken something in me that I had completely had forgot about. Oh, I've been looking forward to this moment. Share. Wait, 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 wait. Is this before before we go forward? Um, it's just is this happened. Is this before they tell them to go to bed and, and don't tell any ghost stories? Uh, it's I don't know if they don't tell ghost stories or not, but basically. In the middle of the night, the kids are wake, woken up because the bed shakes the shit up, and then they look in the corner of the room, and all their stuff is stacked to the ceiling. That dude, I wrote that down. I literally, like that is so fucking cool. That's like real. like like creepy cool. Like that is like creepy cruel. I'm creepy. telling you right now, that shit's real. And you know what? The first thing that came to my head: haunted Toys R Us. Does that mean anything to you guys? No. No. So I remember as a kid being told about a haunted Toys R Us and that all this, like, I like just the leaned toys. in for listeners. I just leaned in. Sorry. Okay. So imagine you're a kid. Everybody loves Toys R Us. It's the coolest fucking place yeah. in the world, right? Yeah. But what if that Toys R Us was haunted? And I was told about all this fucking. <laughs> Shut up. I'm not lying. Uh, what about all these things and basically chairs being stacked to the ceiling where no one could possibly stack them and all this different stuff and i started looking into it and i was like wait someone told me about a haunted toys r us when i was a kid but i didn't know if it was real or not so one on snopes if you guys go online i never do right now i have it pulled up here in front of me uh in sunnyvale northern california there is a haunted toys r us that was open it was closed but I have all the information right here. Did it close because it was haunted or it closed because they went out of business? I think it went out of business. But it says, uh, Goosebumps. It became legendary amongst paranormal investigators of the late 70s, early 80s. It was even in uh, a special called That's Incredible. And the episode features a number of delightfully terrible reenactments about the so-called haunted Toys R Us so this thing is real. Is a haunted Fuck Toys R Us. That shit. I have a special right here. It's six and a half minutes watch, long. Watch a drink there. Hang on. Here, I'm gonna press pause right now. And I'm gonna make you guys watch this thing. Okay. We're gonna watch it. All right. All right. And uh, we just came back from uh, watching the video that I made you guys watch. What do you think about that? Interesting. Yeah. Well, uh, growing up here in uh, NorCal, I remember. These, uh, I don't know, just being scared out of my mind about uh, Toys R Us uh, ghost stories. And we just watched one about, <clears throat> what was her name, Sylvia Brown? Yes, that's the psychic. And that's, I think, what impressed me the most out of the um, video that you showed us is because I, I believe she is legit. So, And the photo evidence, I mean, honestly, you guys should look it up. Help them find it. Uh, look up haunted, uh, <laughs> haunted Toys R Us. Just Google Haunted Toys R Us and you'll find the Snopes article. Uh, it's pretty cool, though. It's definitely worth a check out. Definitely worth checking it out. All right. So uh, where we last left off, uh, we have uh, Aaron and Doug just moved into a new apartment. I guess apartment. <laughs> Maybe it's a house. I don't it's know. A house. It is definitely a house. Um, their beds look comfortable, by the way. With the matching bedspreads? Yeah, I like that. So do you think this house came in like... Uh, furnished? Furnished, yeah. Uh, uh, exactly. Very possible. Producer just gave us some new libations. Thanks, Gary. Thanks, Key. Hey, gotta hey, keep you boys uh, liquored up. Um. So yeah, we, we gotta get into this because there is um, lots of uh. So, so they go to the school the next day. They go to the school. Uh, we have Aaron. Uh, he bumps into uh this girl Connie, who he re- uh does he recognize her? No, he hasn't seen her yet. No, he well he goes into the class. And he has this weird thing. This this is something that they never really kind of uh, finished up on. Was he like when he's walking into the class, he like blows all the kids papers, papers off there, and then there's the whole pencil sequence. Okay, so uh, yeah, Aaron Aaron is a new student in class, and uh, as such, of course, the teacher's like, "Here, let me introduce you to the class. Let me help you out a little bit." And Except then she, this teacher is the worst. She's, uh, yeah, that, that teacher sucks. She's basically like, all right, why don't you have a seat? And then next thing you know, it's like, uh, what, his pencil falls to the ground and it starts rolling away. No, well, yeah, well, the papers blow everywhere and then he's, he says something or does something and she's like, are you a class clown or? Yeah, or, are you comedian? a comedian? We don't like comedians in this class. Yeah, we hate comedy <laughs> in Canada. <laughs> That's why we love this podcast is because it's not funny. Yeah, exactly. Um, but then, of course, yeah, his, his pencil falls off uh, his desk. 
Well, so well, it was why that's sitting ra- co- it rises up. Yeah, it's practically like he's got a kid boner. It, it, well, it's out of control. It's bouncing all around. I didn't understand this whole sequence again. To reiterate, like, is he also haunted? He okay. So Aaron has moved into the house uh, with Doug, but Doug has become afflicted with uh, the haunting. I guess so. Doug, the younger of the two brothers, he's getting this cough. Yeah, he's got a cough. He's got the COVID. He's got, I, I can't argue with those logic. Uh, but uh, yeah, in the class, uh, Aaron's desk is like bouncing all around, and the teacher is not amused by this. No, she, she threatening him, hates him. Um, <clears throat> and then, the, the, like I said, the pencil rolling scene where. He tries to get this pencil that, that keeps rolling further up to towards the teacher, and she's like, puts her foot in front of it. Is like, I don't like you, basically. <laughs> it's like, listen, lady, I don't like you either. Um, but yeah, so this is where we start to get to, into the meat of this episode, or the the tail end of the meat of this, of this episode, where uh, he meets up with um, what's her name, the the twin the twin sister. Well, there's two. Yeah, so. Uh, one of them is what? Connie. There's Laura, and then there's Connie. And I think... Laura's dead. Laura is dead. And, and Connie's alive. Yeah. And Both played by the same actress. Yep. And, uh, you know, he, he's got a hard-on for her, of course. She goes, oh, I like your necklace. And he goes, uh, what? Like, not completely aware that he's wearing a gigantic silver necklace. And he goes, oh, yeah, this is from my grandfather. He was in the... Whatever. He was... Jumped out of airplanes and... No, he, he was um, a fly guy. He was a... Yeah. He was a pilot. He was a pilot. Yeah. Uh, I love necklaces, by the way. I wear one all the time. Oh, you do? What's on your necklace? Um, it's the gra- uh, grandpa's dog tags. <laughs> Is Not, it really? Yeah. Can we see it? Is it on silver? Oh, yeah. Wow. That is not a joke. That is a real. That's beautiful. And I, I don't want to say your last name. Dog tag. Um, type A blood. Is but that the same as yours? Nope. I'm O negative, baby. Okay, oh, that's right. I forget why you guys know your own blood type. Remember, because you the, should know your blood type, John. I've already told you. You need to figure it out. Listen, I never had to know when I was a kid, <clears throat> and It'd be I don't have any to know for like life. Uh, okay. yeah. That, that that's part of the reason that uh, we've talked about before, but why um, a former coworker of ours, when, when you and I were directly together, thought I was an alien, uh, or of reptilian. I'm sorry. Can't argue with that logic, though. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Yeah, it's it makes sense. Well, if someone was to say to you, "Hey, I like your necklace," you wouldn't be like, "Oh, wait, what? What? No, you would know exactly what they're talking about because you're wearing a necklace." Yeah. When she says that to him, he goes, oh, cool. What? And she knows it's, doesn't she like know it's silver or something like that? He goes, yeah, it's silver. And she goes, yeah, I know that. I can tell. I can tell. Yeah. Okay, you know (laughs) silver. Your fucking dumb twin sister didn't, of course, though. Uh, (laughs) Which we could find out eventually. Well, we find out that, yeah. (laughs) She can tell, she can tell it's silver better than he can. Uh, he then he has a dream later on, right after this scene, where he sees himself dreaming, which is kind of cool. This was a cool dream sequence. I felt it was very rad. Uh, he sees himself dreaming, and then he sees Connie, uh, thinking it's. Well, I guess it, he sees Laura, thinking that it's Connie. Yeah, and he sees her performing this ritual, and, and like, she does this thing where he goes, "Wow, it's really." He smashes like he, he puts smashes. his he, he puts his hand like right through her and he realizes well first he like sees it doesn't himself. pass through he sees himself lying in bed and he's like oh cool dream like this is awesome and then uh, yeah then he does like the thing where he's seeing the reenactment of he puts his hand through her neck yeah it, it, then they we had the reenactment of um, when she dies oh yeah. Uh, and, and he sees that, like, oh, she didn't do this correctly. She- he he basically rewatches the, the ceremony that she performed at the very beginning of the episode where she summons a, a, a creature or a, a, a ghost and then all of a sudden tries to rid the, herself of the ghost but unsuccessfully does so. This is like an old, like, Slenderman. Slenderman? 
Yeah, Slender Man. This is like an old version, of the, or like like the original OG version of it. OG Slender Man, OG SM. Um, oh, how about that creepy clown uh, thing next to the bed? Oh yeah, did you notice any other props from an old episode? No, no, no. Tell, uh, do, do tell. There was also, if you might have missed it, um, the super specs from the episode that we talked about. Oh the, yeah, the X-ray specs, X-ray ones. Oh no, yeah, that's right. Yeah, they were there. They were hanging out in the back on the bedpost of the bed. Um, they must have, they must have been crushing it that that company. Well, yeah, it's the same place where uh, um, Gary's dad works. Uh, so he, he so had, wait wait so wait just real quick. Uh, that's something that's important. Once she tries to do the ceremony and it doesn't work, she looks at Aaron and she goes, "It didn't work. I did it wrong." Yeah, and this is pretty significant. Yeah, the the and then is this right when um. They, uh, it's just before or after when his, um, the wings, his, uh, dad or grandfather's, uh, wings get flown underneath the, the side of the wall. Yeah. The, the I forget. I think it's, this is after because before that, um, when they're talking about it, uh, the necklace that, that he's wearing that's made of, uh, silver, uh, slides off the table and then breaks a baseboard and we see uh behind the wall there's a hidden a yearbook. yearbook yeah which is again so strange this whole story is so strange like this this room caught on fire and killed this girl yet is still furnished and someone took the time to put aside this yearbook underneath a a, a panel of a of, a, of the wall well, okay, so Aaron wakes up after this this nightmare. So Aaron wakes up, and Aaron tells Doug... Oh, he's a great no. Yeah. When he wakes up. No! <laughs> they both actually have a really good reaction. They do. I I, I thought both these, these actors actually did a pretty good job. No, I think I could be 100% yes. Uh, so when she goes, I did it wrong. Aaron wakes up. Aaron tells Doug. Doug's sick. Um, the The... Yearbook that they find it says Lake Junior High class of 1990, and then the last digit is like burnt off, so that way you can't find out how much time has passed. Because if you're trying to do a timeline of when all this stuff took place, they keep it de- deliberately am- ambiguous. Yeah, and I think that goes back to like when she's wearing her nighty that's like from you're not the sure if it's like from 40s. 100 years ago or yeah. five. Yeah, yeah, uh, the the the. <laughs> It says Lake Junior High, class of 1990, question mark, and it opens to a picture of Laura, uh, and it says Laura Turner, and has a green letter Q right around her, uh, around their head. So you take another drink because there's yep. a letter Q. And uh, this is when the ghost scare uh, shows up again and scares the crap out of both. Uh, the, Aaron their reaction and there is amazing. I know, and like, then like, mom like, and dad. Tr- Oh, and then, yeah, it's classic Are You Afraid of the Dark Parents being Are You Afraid of the Dark Parents, where they're both just like, ah, whatever, it's fine. He's Listen, like, go to sleep. You. <laughs> You'll be fine. You'll feel better if you just go to sleep. Um, and it, it was... the <laughs> And again, I wrote, they both sleep in the same room. So here's a question I had. The first time that uh, Tatiana, whatever her name is, uh, Tatiana Ali, I guess if she's Laura or... Connie. Or Connie or whatever. When she's performing this the first time, where is her sibling? Where's her twin sibling? That's what I'm, th- I'm saying. If these two guys are not uh, even, like, they're brothers, but they're not twins or They're anything. not fraternal. Yeah. Wh- why? <laughs> they're fraternal brothers, but yeah, I mean, they're not twin brothers. No, exactly. Wh- where, where was she this entire time? Well, that's probably where a lot of the guilt lies, is why wasn't she there to do something? That's true. That's true. Um... I don't know. The, the the parents were just goofy. The parents are not doing anything, and that's one of the things I, I love later on is when um, Connie comes over to do the ceremony again. It's like, where's mom? She's picking a dad up from work. She's picking. <laughs> up, oh, you know what I wrote down about that? It was like, dad probably got a DUI, <laughs> and he's like, I got to get picked up from work because I can't drive. Well, I was just like, mm, maybe, maybe, maybe if mom had a job, maybe you could get it before it have uh, two bedrooms. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Did you share a room with your brother? Yeah, I shared a room with my brother until I was like, you know, elementary school or something like that. Like, it's kind of weird to share a room with your brother when you're both teenagers, right? Um, 
Well, geez, I had. I mean, maybe if I was from New Hampshire, maybe things are a little different oh. out there. Well, I had fucking three siblings. I know. Three, no, not three siblings. I had three. I had two brothers and a foster brother. So we had two bunk beds that we uh, all used, and it was a shit show. <laughs> I can imagine as much. I was bottom bunk. Of course. Um, if you're a bunk. younger brother, yeah, you're bottom bunk. Yeah. That's the lamest bunk. No, the bottom bunk's the best bunk. Oh, I like bottom. Oh, Jesus bunk. Christ. Bottom bunk. Bottom bunk. Thank you. Please stipulate. Uh, no, uh, we had two um, two bunk beds, and it was a war. One bunk bed versus the other. Like, at night, we literally would, like, uh, like take books that we had in our room. And throw them at each other's face. No, we would. I would bite a out of a, one of the pages of the books, make a spitball, and then throw it at one of the people on the other side of the room. It's just the way growing up has to work. I would wake up in the morning, and like there would be like an outline of me <laughs> with spitballs just on the on the outside of it. Just in, in like my one of my my oldest brother, rest his peace. Uh, he realized that if you took he'd go to the bathroom, get toothpaste. And make it hard? Make it hard and would just launch those at you and, and destroy you. Like, my mom would come up in the next couple days and be like, hey, I'm going to read you guys a story tonight. And Never be, mind. There would just be bite marks out of books. <laughs> I'm not like That is a legit thing that happened in my house. <laughs> legit how memory. how did you explain that? When your mother noticed that, what did you guys oh, we, say? Oh, we, was, we were all grounded. <laughs> I've told you, you about it. how um, I... My brother, Joe, um, one time he was sitting in his bed and wouldn't respond to me. It was like, we were going to bed. We were like young kids. Wouldn't respond to me. And I'm like, don't you fucking talk to me. What the fuck? I can see you sitting under the covers in the middle of his bed, like, like a little teepee. And I was like, I'm going to hit you with the heaviest book in the world, which was our... Uh, the Bible. The, the Bible. <laughs> And I launched it from across the room and cracked him right in the dome. Savage. And he was like, I'm going to be, uh, <laughs> what did he say? Fuck, he said. Oh, he's, yeah, he's going to be, I'm going to be uh, parala- uh, 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 a cripple. A cripple. He said he's going to be a cripple. And yeah. In a dramatic way children will do. Hey, that's like I'm gonna be a cripple. Yeah. Look what you did. I oh, know, I'm gonna be handicapped, is that's what he said. I'm gonna be handicapped. And uh, yeah, I, I, I stand by what I did. <laughs> no regrets. No regrets. No apologies. Yeah. So um, we get into this whole thing with the with the yearbook, and he confronts. Uh, we'll just say Connie. We'll just say Connie. Yeah. He confronts Connie, and she's like, "Who the fuck put you up to this? Like, you're a jerk. How'd you know about my?" Yeah dead sister yeah and and then he you know he like shows he's like i found this at this house and she kind of is like oh i live in my old house which they lived in for only a few weeks few weeks and um and they like get like they is this like day two of him at school you think because i I was a little confused because they like get kind of hot and heavy within like very fast. Very fast. Very fast. And, and also a little, you know, um, contentious. Like, she's a little put off by the way he's talking about uh, the sister and everything. But I'm like, this this whole timeline moves in, in a weird way. Like, I can't tell if it's fast. Let's, let's say it's day two, because uh, besides just the him bringing up this, this memory that he's had, or this, I guess dream that he's had uh we also have doug who's been staying at home sick oh yeah you also notice he switches beds oh does he did you notice that he <laughs> was he was sleeping on the left side of the room for the first part and then he switches to his brother's bed which is weird <laughs> i never would have wanted to be in one of my brother's beds no you from what you've told me that makes a lot of sense <laughs> i did wake up one time in one of my brother's bed i guess i uh uh, slept walk and the power had gone out and so I guess I was like bouncing around the room and I woke up and I was sleeping like um, like my brother was his head was on one end of the bed and I was sleeping against him and it just freaked me like freaked me out like I couldn't like I got up to go take a piss and 
again, like the power was out, so I thought I was in one in my bed, was just bouncing around the room. Whole family woke up. <laughs> was like, what's wrong with this guy? Same thing happens. I ask myself uh, that about you all the time. Yeah, no, the same thing happens every time I go back. What's wrong with this guy? But uh, yeah, no. So he, who Doug? Dougie. Doug's dealing with Quicksilver at the house. He has a book what? to to educate himself. Um, about. What's the name of that book? Ghosts. Ghosts. <laughs> the uh, the 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 book on uh, paranormal on activity. Ghosts, yes. Yet. So he comes to find out that there's, of course, poltergeist. You know who, who probably the author was in that one? Who? Person. Oh, I was going to say author. <laughs> yeah, author. That, oh, that's better. Damn it. Good job. Uh, so Doug's doing research. He finds out about poltergeists, and then he also finds out about Quicksilvers. So the uh, titty, uh, titty line of this episode is uh, Quicksilver, yep. and we find out that a Quicksilver is a girl ghost who's a friendly girl ghost. And that means that there's two ghosts. And that's kind of uh, the little... And, and he just figures it out, like, in one second. He's like, oh, there's... There's two ghosts. There's, two there's ghosts. a good ghost and there's a bad ghost. Yeah. The good um, ghost is Quicksilver and the bad ghost is... Quick. <laughs> something? Whatever the, whatever is left. Slow silver? Um, but yeah, the, uh, this is actually where the episode actually shined for me. Yeah. It's it's when... good, it, it picks up steam quick. Um... Uh, what what part did you like about the end here? There's a lot of stuff I like. I I think that the the scary imagery of coming to life of like having this silhouette of a ghost like all of a sudden come at you is pretty scary. And then also thinking that you have it all figured out. You're like, oh, don't worry, I'll know how this is gonna end. I know what to do. And then all of a sudden being like, oh wait, this directions that i have are not actually working like the the idea of thinking you're safe and then you're not is a really cool it's a very great it's a i love that it's a, a fun uh changing of expectations i also like the the opposite of that too of like um thinking you're not safe and then realizing you are like that i i mentioned it my my pick of the week last week was uh something pick of the week something wicked this way comes and there's a great uh, I don't want to spoil anything and uh, turn it off right now if you're going to read that. But there's a great um, – at the end, the the father is about to die from a heart attack by this witch. And he just starts laughing. Like you think he's it's done and he starts laughing and that's what kills her is that he just laughs. Like he's about to die and laughs. And so I love that concept of both sides of it. Of, Thinking you're safe and then not being safe and then thinking this is the end. Oops, didn't mean to clap there. Sorry. Thinking you're in trouble and then finding out that you actually that's the thing that you think is putting you in a vulnerable place is yep. actually what's keeping you safe. Yep. Yep. I love that. I think it's a great the old concept. Swipper, sweep, sweep, swap, sweep, switcheroo. Switcheroo. Yeah. Um, but so, yeah, they do uh, the same thing that um, the, the sister who's passed away. Aaron and Connie have now decided that the only way to finish this the thing is to do it the right way yep so they start uh performing the ceremony that we see at the very beginning of the episode where they start lighting candles they draw a chalk so white and they uh draw the outline of the ghost and pure then the candles isn't it they're like pure candles is what they say they say them. put put herbs in and and stuff in a brazier and then burn it but basically, we come to find out that the thing that the original girl messed up was that she thought that a spoon was made of silver rather than steel. And this guy knows his metals. No, he does. He, he definitely grew up to be like, uh, I, but he was the machinist. <laughs> <laughs> he grew up to be Frank. Yeah. He looks just like Frank. Um, but he, he's like, hey, wait a minute. This spoon isn't made of silver. It's made of steel. But, but, but between that, um, the little brother gets snatched by this thing, which they call the zombie on IMDb. I mean, it does look somewhat zombie-like, but he doesn't look like a zombie. He looks but more like a ghost. zombies aren't ghouly ghosties. No, he looks like a ghoul. I'll say he's a ghoul. Yeah. Let's call him a ghoul. Okay. That's fine ghoul. Okay. Kick-ass ghoul. All right. Well, Doug gets taken by the... I was going to say Quicksilver. He, Doug gets taken by the ghoul. 
So they decide to swap out the spoon with a uh, with this, with kick-ass this, uh, metal kick-ass that he's got around his neck from his grandfather. We should get those necklaces. You already have a cool grandfather necklace. But I mean, like, I don't know. It'd be fun to have, it'd be fun to have another one. <laughs> to have one that looks just like the necklace from this episode? Get I'd my, totally wear it. I would, dude. I'd rock it. You, you would get a tattoo of that necklace, like, as a necklace on you. Yeah, I probably would. Illustrated, man. Look hella cool. So cool. Don't worry about it. It's all good. Uh, So, Connie and Aaron, they show up. They try to perform the ceremony. They finally get it working right now that they got the right necklace in the thing. And... Uh, he just, thing. like, jams it in there, too. I love that. Oh, yeah. It easily attaches and easily is rectified. No problem. Uh, and next thing you know, the demon... Dude, this scene coming up actually gave me some feels. Which one? When when he talk, when he when she talks to her sister. Oh, 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 and yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, but finish it up, sorry, before we get there. Um, no, 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 go ahead. Oh, uh, just that, that whole interaction, when she's just... I'm talking to herself, of course, but like that was fucking powerful. Yeah, she's like, I miss you. I'm sorry. Like, and, and I should have like, known. Yeah, exactly. And in, in that, um, it, I mean, it struck home to me, of course, with my uh, oldest brother being passed away and, and he comes to me in my dreams a lot. So that like really, really hit home for me. Like, I legit got hit in the feels. We both had a lot of heavy things going on in this episode. And uh, Miss Carrie's holding her heart. I just love y'all, and I just love that you guys get feels, and I think it's just wonderful. No, usually these shows don't give me any feels, but this was fucking... I get raging feels every episode. This was... (laughs) (laughs) You heard me. Um, It it actually... um, It did a lot. It it was such a well-done story. Um... Well, when, let's not forget that after all this really amazing, important stuff that's happening in the main episode, we then cut back to the Midnight Society uh, and have Tucker what, jumping around with a flute. Well, well I'm I just curious your thoughts on, on what did you think about when when she kind of gets to talk to her sister, her well, twin? It's great. It's like you said, like all of a sudden it negates all the other cheesy bullshit that we've been having to like try to like choke down while we were watching this episode. And you're like, oh yeah, you're right. This is actually real actors in this episode. Yeah. Okay, cool. I was just curious. That's all. No, yeah. I thought it was well done too. Like, I don't know if I was probably not like thinking about it like that logically as a kid. And I was just probably like, yeah, man, whatever. It's fine. And, like, as an adult, I'm like, yeah, man, whatever, it's fine. But, like, now that you mention it, you're like, yeah, that was a pretty happy moment that was handled in a pretty And it was done well so way. well, yeah. too. I, I concur. Um, but, yeah, then we get back to the fucking this the shit mess society. of the Midnight Society. And, and uh, Tucker's, uh, Tucker's been playing the flute, and oh, now Jesus. it starts raining. Make sure you, you use your magic right. That's again, you're like, if you're gonna use magic, use it the correct way. You're like, what a lame ass way to go out. So, so lame. And then, of course, he plays the, the, the shitty flute again. And, uh, it's, it's more like a recorder, no? It is. And here comes the rain. Here comes the rain. Is that what we're going out on today? No. Oh, God. Can, can we please think of another one? Yeah, we will. Uh, we will, we will. Uh, God, uh, Missy Elliott, I can't stand the rain. <laughs> What's, a, oh, that, that's a good one, or, um. Carrie, you got a rain song? I wasn't thinking, Purple well, Rain. I'm only happy when it rains is the one I was thinking of. Garbage. Purple Rain. Yeah. Purple Rain. Standing in Wait, purple yeah, he's dead, rain. so he can't, he can't fucking copy strike Sorry, us. Sorry, Prince. Maybe as a state could. Yeah, oh, yeah, they could. All right. Well, we'll we'll figure something out, uh, and that's gonna do it for our, this uh, episode of "Are You Afraid the Dark?" Yes. So that means we need to talk about how we're going to rate this bad boy. Yeah. And we, whenever we talk about ratings, about we like what? To, ratings. Ratings. Okay. We like to rate on a scale of zero to ten creepy crawlers. Okay. Um, creepy crawlers. I don't know. I, I thought this was a fucking home run. I, I liked everything about this. There was very few things about this that I didn't like, and I think... I the, think that it's the Midnight Society is what I didn't like about this episode. And the teacher. 
Oh, and the teacher. Well, we didn't like the teacher because she's. You're a, not supposed to. And we didn't like the parents because we're not supposed to. You know what I say to teachers? Leave those kids alone. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Well played. Well done. I uh, had you guys both fucking like <laughs> looking at me. What are you going to say? Yeah. Well, better pull those punches. That, um, was a, that was a good one. I'm going to pat myself on the back for that. Nice job. Um, I'm going to give this a solid across the board. Eight. Oh, okay. Yeah, for all our criteria and stuff, that's a solid uh, eight. What do you think? Uh, w- w- give me your rundown for our um, my, the thing I created that I did all the work for. Well, we have a short and spooky grading rubric, which is about music, episode uh, theme. Okay. Well, 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 give me your, your ratings. Music? Ratings. Okay, I mean, the music is great. We don't have to change anything. The theme of this episode about a, uh, a spell going wrong or that you think you have the all the all everything figured out, but you don't. Kind of like that. Um, intentionally funny. Nothing was intentionally no. funny, but unintentionally funny. There was a lot of unintentionally funny stuff. Mm. Nostalgia. Got Tatiana Ali. That's definitely nostalgic. Um, would I show it to someone else? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Acting star power, yes. Is it spooky? Yes. Special effects, yeah. Oh yeah, the 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 effect um, when when the thing gets like kind of like souped up is 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 pretty cool too. There's like you said, there's a lot that this episode has going for it, and there's very few things that I think are counting against it. So I'm gonna get to go ahead and give it an even eight. An even eight, okay. Um, man, you summed it up pretty well, but um. Let's see. Nostalgia. Hell music. To the, uh, music. Hell to the yeah. Uh. Episode theme. Episode theme was amazing. I thought it was a really fun thing of. Uh, of Have uh, we seen this before? No. Yeah, it seems like it was a is is new tra- new territory. And it was it was um it was subtle in the way it sort like it, it kind of like slowly unpeeled itself this episode like it's a slow burn. It was a slow burner and I liked that a lot and that's not typically the case in 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 this uh in this series. It's no. a, it, it oftentimes is like very apparent right up front what is going to happen or what the whole theme is and this was um beautiful. I thought it was awesome. Humor, intentional or otherwise? No, no, no humor, really. Besides, you know, like some like funny, no intentional funny jump humor. Scares. Yeah, yeah. Um, nostalgia, nostalgia. Yes, of course. Uh, Would you show it to someone? Hell to the yeah. Acting slash star power. Uh, I thought the kids were great. I thought they actually did a phenomenal job. Like um, when they scream, when they when they both get like scared by that first uh, ghoulie that they see, like. Their screams are fucking amazing. Like when the parent, you know, the parents come in like a second oh, yeah. later. What is going on up here? Yeah, you know, they're all, their their acting right there was awesome. I thought it was. And the same thing later on when she has to like appeal to herself and she's like, I'm sorry, I never was able to help you. And you're like, whoa. Dude, whoa. I literally almost teared up when. They're when, like bringing A level game where they don't even have to bring C level. Yeah. I think this is one of the highest rated episodes of the show. It is. And to me, this show oftentimes is overly goofy, kind of. It is. It is. That's what the show is. But this one, like, whoever was directing it and and wrote this one, absolutely. Oh, you're clapping. I'm applauding. Very nice. Yeah, I I think they did such a fucking amazing job. And the kids all acted out out of their levels, probably. I'm gonna go with uh, 8.5. Oh! Oh! The Iceman has been melted. No, no, you're still Iceman. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm frozen again. Don't get Yeah. No, but uh, tr- truly, this one melted me, and, and I loved it. And I, I would actually, you know what? I'm gonna go with a fucking 9 out of 10. Damn, you know what? I'm gonna give it an 8.5. Why don't you hit me with that high five, which would almost make it a 10 if you think about it. Okay, we'll give it two nines. Two nines. We're doing two nines? Two nines. Yes. Highest score ever. Um, yeah, that is our highest score ever. This was this was a fucking winner. That's this right. Was, this was an absolute winner. Bangarang. I, I fucking love This was absolutely a, a, a tremendous, tremendous execution of 
what a child show should be with also the mixture Nay, of something should be. Yes. <laughs> um, and but also had like like as an adult, I could, you know, I I had feelings to this. Like it, it just it was amazing. All right, it's time for Tom's trivia. Tom's trivia. <laughs> Anyway, there's not much research I did in this one. Um, uh, the one of the cool things that I found on one of the uh, websites is um, this was the first time it rained on the Midnight Society. Um, and let's let you explain this other one. This is John's and the other th- the other thing uh, we'll, we'll still keep this uh, Tom's trivia. But basically, early in this episode, I had said uh, that the. Uh, actor who played Aaron. Aaron looked like he was related to Frank. Frank. And I said that like Aaron looked like Frank if his dad had stuck around. Turns out that both these actors are actually played by the same brother and sister. Uh, no, they're brothers. They are, yeah, excuse me, they're brothers, rather. Brother and sister? Whatever. You know what I'm saying. No, they're both brothers, and that's pretty cool. Um, Called it. Saw yeah. it. Nailed it. Um, let's see, what else, what else, what else, what else? I don't think there's any, really anything else. Uh, Whatever, that's enough. That's, so, that's, that's juicy. Uh, Mr. Johnson, uh, appeared in two more episodes, uh, Tale of the Door Unlocked and Tale of the Wisdom Glass. There's a lot of reoccurring characters who are, not, not characters, but actors who play different roles in this solo, uh, show. Yes. Yes, there are. All right, and that's the end of... Tom's Trivia. Tom's Trivia. Okay, All right. and we like to have a good time around here. So um, let's see. We um, what do we get? What are we gonna do next? What do you think? We'll figure it out next week. I say uh, let's not put ourselves on the spot by trying to figure it out right now. But okay, I got a lot of. Uh, I'm optimistic for the future. Ugh. All right, fuck off. What are you thinking? All right, so yeah, well, uh, let me take us out then. Take us out, Tommy-o. Um, Let's just give a quick shout-out to executive producer, Kiri. Thanks, Kiri. Love you, boys. Um, Thank you for, uh, you know, being our new quarantine uh, location. Quarantine queen. (laughs) And uh, give a shout-out to the the dads, the spookies, uh, the shorties, uh, Tommy Four, Tommy Five, Johnny Two. And um, we love y'all. Whatever, we'll figure it out, and we'll see y'all next week. Yeah, go fuck yourselves. All right, adios. X Men's back, baby. Find that devil.